Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Hey, 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 Emily, how are you? Hey, 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 Michelle. I am, I'm good. I'm really glad to be back in the studio, ready to have some fun. I know. We have like lots of great things to talk about. We've got some fantastic accomplishments by... Mm -hmm. Like the women's Women? na- women's national team winning yeah. the World Cup for the second time in a row, but fourth time overall. I know. Yeah, just lots of great things have we been happening. Do. We, have we do. We do. And been... we're joined. I know by our producer today. Yeah. So yeah. you will remember, many of you. That yeah. we had a conversation with the amazing Denise Naughton in season one. Yeah, I think like episode. 21, maybe. Uh, I'd have to look. I think it's somewhere around there. But we absolutely fell in love with her, and she fell in love with us, so it's all mutual. And she officially joined our team and is our producer, so we are welcoming her back to share this conversation with us today. Hello, Denise. Hello. It's good to finally (laughs) be close to the mic. I sit in that corner, and I'm like, I want to jump in so many times. I'm like, oh, I can't. There's no microphone. (laughs) I guess we'll have to have her like have a microphone on her her lapel the next time, and she can just be uh, off the side, kind of like um, when you know uh, what was it? David Letterman had his stage manager off the Biff. side every oh, Biff, you know, Henderson, and yes. Biff would like you know co- <laughs> comment on things. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been done before. It we has could Gelman and and yep, and Gelman. Mm. Uh, wonderful, we, oh, lots of things we can do. But welcome That's back true. to the show, Denise. Thank you, and thanks yeah. so much for uh, coming on board and and being uh, one of uh, uh, such a great addition to our team. Absolutely. I love it. I'm happy to be here. So yeah. excited. Yeah. Really, really um, exciting. Yeah. Before we get into all of the exciting things that we want to talk mm-hmm. about today, should we talk, talk wine? about what we're Little drinking? wine talk right yeah. now. So I'm really thrilled to be having a conversation around this rosé. Okay. Um, so a few weeks back, the wine merchant did their Saturday tasting and they, they did you know, like a rosé world tasting. And so there was like, I don't know, several rosés lined right, up. Right, there was. Yeah. And it, and everything was represented, old world, new world. And we actually had a taste of this wine then. And I was astounded by it because it's so unexpected. So I was thrilled when Jason pulled this for us to feature on our wine as a, a wine today for us to share together. It's called Squadra. And this is, um, it's in a really amazing little label. It's this um, cyclist who has, rather than water bottles plugged in, he's got wine bottles like on the you know front of his bike and where Iggy Pup would go in my world. Right, right. Or, you know, down on the little water where... On the bar, it's quite there. an athletic looking it label, is. It you know. Is. And I think it, I think the message is if you drink wine like this, you will yeah. look like that when you're cycling. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the message I took from I it. I mean, this is how I cycle. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is from Sicily. Um, it's, I think, this is just really exciting. I, I you know, it has a very pretty rose color that, that you'd expect. It's maybe a little bit more. 
I don't know. A little it's, it's a little lighter, peachy. Yeah. yeah it's not as mm-hmm. if, uh, for a rosé, but it's a rosato. So um, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it is definitely a lighter a lighter pink. It is. I I get some very exciting notes on this. I get oh. some of the traditional strawberry rhubarb watermelon going on, but I get some like anise and nutmeg, which I have never experienced nutmeg and a rosato or a rosé before, but I'm getting it. I have never experienced uh, that I'm aware of nutmeg mm. in a rosé before, but if you get that, Emily, then I'm sure. I, yeah. I'm trying to smell the microphone, nice and that's little, not the right thing. No, I, smell no, I the, would recommend the, not smelling the, the microphone. <laughs> the glass, not the microphone. There's some nice acidity, <laughs> definitely gets your palate salivating. I mean, it's 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 got... I a lot going on. Uh, and you'll be pleased, Michelle. This is in our under $15 price point at I'm, $13. I'm very pleased with it. I've already drank mm-hmm. way more than you guys. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very tasty uh, rosé. And, um, and it being so hot these days, mm-hmm. uh, this is like perfect. To me, I, and you said earlier, oh, let it warm up a little bit. But I was totally fine with it. Like bone cold from yeah. from the refrigerator when you brought it out. Well, you'll see as we drink it, more of those if I, aromatics will If come I out. let it last yeah. that long, <laughs> we are running a little risk here. Um yeah, if this if this rosé were a panty, I I kind of see it as um it's uh it's some stretchy material. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this on the last episode, you know, about the uh, special, but um, it's more of a stretchier, like not as you know, not not a granny panties, but definitely like a, a material that gives some give. There's okay. a little give there, uh-huh. um, but yet it is still uh, it's still very very pretty. It's very feminine, okay. very feminine, very pretty, um, and I see like little tiny. Like little tiny rosebud like appliques on, oh, on the okay. side, and but it but it's of a of a stretchier material. Okay, I love that. I was gonna guess you were gonna say something like it's like a bespoke panty that's like got some like bark on it or something, <laughs> just because of the like that like nutmeggy woodiness that's going on in this. No, no, that would require me to taste to taste the same nutmeg and woodiness that you taste. Um, okay, no, actually, these are panties. Those are that, much. Those are much nicer. Yeah, that will fit fine under the bicycle shorts that you're wearing with on the on the label of this uh, of this wine. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I that's like that's kind of where I am. Right. Real pretty. Um, I like. Lighter, a lighter shade of material, but it gives a little stretch. Nothing that's binding. Nobody wants binding no, anywhere. No, it's no. very comfortable. See, I was going to guess you were going to go with like cotton. So close. Yeah. Close. You were, you were much category. closer than I yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. Than bark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, Emily's talked about having feathers on her panties before. And now I guess she's admitting to us that she has bark panties. You know, it's a different type. <laughs> for, for when she's prancing around in the woods. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I I do not have a bark pair. Thank God. No. Thank God. And but uh, if we can do everything we can to keep you from 
ordering a bark pair, <laughs> then I will consider my my life purpose. You, you will, as, you will uh, have realized. succeeded. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, but ladies, it's a fantastic rosé to our listeners. I would get tell. Oh from, gosh. I'd I'd get several Great. bottles of this. Keep it um, cold in the fridge. You can't go wrong when friends come yeah. over, and uh, and right out of you know. Ice cold or warmer, I guess, as it warms up. But you definitely will be. I think it's delicious. Um, you can't go wrong. Denise, what are your thoughts? I'm, I'm with you. I think it's delicious. Um, a little unexpected, as you yeah. said, kind of tart. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I would not have picked up those spice notes had you not said it. But now that you say it, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yes, they're there. It's there. It is. Yeah. It's lovely. Mm, I like mm, it. Mm. It's yeah. good. So a lot has happened in our world, and I know that we typically have a little bit of time in between, you know, us recording and dropping. Yeah. Yeah, usually. I think we're like five weeks now. Yeah. But um, we might bump this one up just because I think we want to talk about some things that are fairly recent. Yeah, sure. Right? Sure. And uh, we don't want to seem like, and there's so much that happens on a weekly basis, on a daily basis in our news in our in our country. Yeah. That, that if we we you know wait too long, they're gonna be like, what? This, they're talking this, about that again. That, did this happen? I mean, like so, you know, weeks ago. Yeah. So. so we recently had the Fourth of July, which was personally the least exciting holiday I've ever had no, you or had, a rough one. You definitely did. And we are very, very thankful that Iggy Pup is <laughs> Every, doing, everyone's okay. doing well now. And, yeah. and you've recovered from the from the emotional trauma the of traumas. him being sick. Yes. Traumas and your fiancé nearly killing himself, yeah. falling off, nearly falling off the roof of your three-story house. Right. Yeah, the letter fell out. That was scary. Yeah. And yeah, then the next time I see him, flooding. I'm just going to knock him upside the head and go, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, you know, and here's, here's okay, this is this is a terrible admission I'm going to make. I mean, it was terrible. It was so, so scary. It was yeah, I mean, and that that had happened just hours after we had gotten home from spending three hours in the emergency vet for Iggy Pup. So we were already shredded because our whole day, you yeah. know. And then the elevator, the elevator, the a ladder fell out from underneath them. And thank God you were he outside. He was hanging, you know, from the roof, and that was so scary. And. You know, we got him. We got him down safely. Um, he broke some ribs, but he's he's going to be okay. And now I'm just like I think you know, like those stages of grief. I'm in the angry stage. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Stage two. Yeah, right. I'm in stage two. Stage two. I'm just like, you know, I know it's not his fault. It's not his fault, but. It was reckless of him to put himself up there in that kind of danger. Right? Yeah, I understand because, like, you know, I have I have my kids, and um, I was talking to uh, a wiser, older person one time, and I needed to do some things on the uh, at the roof of the house, and uh, my friend said, "You don't go on the roof of the house. You need to hire somebody Mm -hmm. because." You're all they have. Mm, all right. my kids have. And if something happens, if you fall, if something happens, I mean, that's it. It's over. Your mm-hmm. earning capacity's done. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you if you survive the fall, and so he has to think that way as well. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, let's hire somebody to f- fix the gutter or or do. I mean, th- three stories. Yeah, it's it's that's crazy talk. It's terrifying. Yeah, that's yeah. a hot. I mean, and your house is up on a hill. It's not like it's three stories and you're like, you know, at sea level. 
<laughs> oh, and you can in fall right in the water. In yeah. You know, it's not like you're at sea level below the water. <laughs> you know, you guys are already up on a hill and then three stories on top of that. Yeah, there's no more rooftop explorations. Yeah. No, yeah. hire somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that's just not happening. And he is really really lucky that you were outside when that happened. Oh my because god. Because we would have we would be having an entirely different conversation oh, yeah. right we now. We wouldn't be having a conversation right now. Well, no. Right? I, right. No, we, we wouldn't. You'd be you know? you'd be you know dealing with all levels of kind of grief and mm-hmm. and burying somebody and and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So so, so anyway, listen, happy Fourth, everyone! No. <laughs> that was yeah, Emily's that was Fourth of July. Fourth of July, you yeah. know, um, you know, and and you know, it's it, I know every, there were people out there that had far worse days than I did, but it was definitely. But for you, I mean, it was it was you, rough. It it's was okay, rough and it's okay that you know we we don't need to sit there and say, oh, I shouldn't be upset and, and disappointed because somebody else has it worse than I do. You experienced trauma, mm-hmm. and it. I I can't imagine even how you have been able to sleep at night without having that image over and over in your brain, yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah. So I think go ahead and and accept that that was that was a really shitty Fourth of July. <laughs> it was the could worst. Be, it could have been worse, but we're glad it wasn't. But yeah. it really was. It really sucked. Yeah, not not my favorite one for sure, you but, know. But both men in your life. <laughs> I know. The, the my four-legged one and, my, yes. and the two-legged one are both on the men. <laughs> furry man one and furry man two. No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is one. <laughs> we don't yeah. need to define that, right, do right. we? Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the day. Um, and yeah. uh, they're both on the mend, and and I'm really really glad yeah, for you. Thank you. Yeah, I, we, Denise and I both heard the absolute terror and oh my oh gosh, right in your in your voice when you were like canceling left and right on all the things we're supposed to do. But I know our parade, we didn't walk in and all that stuff. Yeah, Plus next year we'll, we'll march do it in again. The, we'll walk in the parade. Do next you want to just go out and create a re- recreate a parade here? We oh, could do that. Let's no, do that's it. Right. That's all right. yeah. that's, that's when it's in the fall, maybe when the weather. Was a little cooler. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I, d- I hope that you you both had better better experiences than I. I yeah I had a I had a, a sort of a lovely fourth. Um, very easy during the day, and then um, that evening went over to watch fireworks with other friends from improv, and uh, one of the things that I learned or. What like my epiphany that happened was, um, what I love, what's why I love doing improv or, or being hanging out with improv people is that they all play along. And uh, our friend Anne had given me like this really, you know, not the huge American flag, but the middle size American flag. You know, she was like, You want to wave that while we go to watch fireworks? And I'm standing outside her house and I like raised it up like I was on a, I was on a tour, like I was a tour guide. <laughs> and I started to pretend that I was a tour guide. It was like, Come on, follow me, you know. and and everyone of my improv friends played along and so they had like different accents and they pretended oh, to be something different and it was hilarious and fun and funny and we marched along and went and watched the parade or not the parade but the you, fireworks you were in a parade then you well, were I leading was, the parade I had my own you were parade. the grand marshal <laughs> but, <laughs> but I said to my friends I said you know what's so great I said you guys played along it's the yes and uh, yeah. uh, concept of improv I said there are so many times in my family when I will just be crazy like that and and I'll 
want to lead a tour or whatever it is. And I think it's absolutely hilarious. And my whole family's like, what in the world are you doing? You know, what? Mm -hmm. You're just being crazy, Michelle. And so then my little, you know, imaginary uh, scenario in my head gets like shot squashed. down. Squashed. Squashed. Instead I, of just enjoying the goofy for a moment, right? And we were goofy and, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a great time. Oh, and um, Wonderful. Yeah. And, and we, after the fireworks, we came back to Anne's house and then we watched a bunch of improv uh, on, um, on YouTube. And it's a lot of fun to watch improv with other people who do improv because sure. we will all laugh yeah. versus watching it by yourself. Have you ever in, watched Mystery Science Theater? No. Oh my gosh. Denise, have you? I've not, but you know what? There's a dating show that's out now that's similar to that. So when I explain it to people, I explain it to them in the Mystery Science Theater you know, way because right. I'm familiar with it, but I don't think I ever watched it. Oh my God. I love it so much. <laughs> so, you know, the concept is these, these guys are being tortured in the future. You know, they're like in the future or some planet. It's a really great you know, dating and, app. And, <laughs> it could be uh, the same show. <laughs> <laughs> and so their punishment is to watch horrible movies um, from like the 50s and 60s. And so, you know, there's, so you see on on the screen, there's silhouettes and it's a man and a robot and some other creature, you know, and then you see the movie and they're just talking over it the whole time, like making oh, fun of all of the characters and the scenes and just, they're yes-anding, you know, okay. the whole thing yeah. through. It's brilliant you would love it okay. and right. i think at some point maybe we should have our own clearly speaking clitoris, yes mystery science theater exactly i think 3, it'd be a lot of fun <laughs> okay. yeah okay yeah sure yeah. i think it'll be fun I'm, I'm sure all of our listeners totally want to oh. watch a movie that you and i pick apart while watching well you know while drinking while they, could, they could yeah. vote on what movie it might be maybe that could be a fun thing right. to toss out there right it'll be like our What's version of vh1 pop-up you know like when the <laughs> words came up on the screen right mm -hmm. yeah and we'll be drinking wine and we can even stop it and say hold on we need some more that's right you know <laughs> intermission <laughs> commercial break concession stand yes <laughs> popcorn and wine right <laughs> where the wine is 25 dollars a glass <laughs> right no 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 Anyway, so Denise, so, you're how was your, how's your fourth? Um, I kind of sandwiched my fourth between like the third and the fifth. So, like, I went to Keener Plaza here in St. Mm. Louis. They did a pre Fourth of July celebration to kick off Fair St. Louis, right. which is obviously our big celebration here. Um, so, went and did a little, just went down to that. And then I went to the fair for an hour, maybe two. Yeah, on the fourth, as, as and it much was, as you needed to, it was just so crazy. Your heat, presence you know? is known. I'm here, everyone. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and hot. then yeah, just celebrated again on the fifth. But yeah, and then spent the rest of the fourth after that. I I watched the yeah. the parade in D.C. Oh God! I watched no. well, not the parade, but like the speech. And I'm like, why? Oh. Stop myself! I was watching, and I'm like, why am I was doing this? Was it your this? day for like like I sadism, masochism? <laughs> like, did you wake up and look at the, look at your astrology chart and said, oh, today I'm supposed to make myself feel really, really shitty? I think oh I'll watch the, gosh. the it was festivities like, in would, D.C. Yeah, I was like, what am I doing? Why am I watching this? And it was like a train wreck. You couldn't. See stop at a certain point because right. you were just I mean not like train wreck awful but just like train wreck 
Is this what, really happening? What did you feel like when you saw the tanks? On- well, I didn't see. Okay, so I didn't see the tanks. I must okay. have missed. I'm, okay. I tuned in right before the speech started. So it was a little bit of commentary. It was CNN. And they were, you know, kind of waiting for the, the speech to take place. And then as the speech started, I was just like, yeah, you know, kind you of saying? like frustrated, aggravated. I wouldn't say it was angry, but, you know, to listen to the praising of all these wonderful things that have happened in our history, you know. Some of which that had, that are like in oh. jeopardy now, you know, right. but, you know, like the women with the right to vote and right. civil rights. And I mean, not, yeah, we He's still have those things, things but listening to bit. someone speak about them that may not support. Well, yeah, and then, of know, course, the female. things that were praised that were like, not even real. Like, oh, we manned the air and wait, took wait. over the airport. Yeah, and- he's he has blamed it on the on the um, teleprompter going out. I okay. must have spaced out during okay. that point because oh. I do not remember that. And I did watch the entire unless it happened. Yeah, I think maybe I did tune out at the end. So I don't. Well, know. Well, you know, here's it's my easy to be here's, known to his, his voice. Here's yes. my feeling, though. If even if the tele there was a teleprompter issue, I'm sorry, you are the president of the United States. And you're a person who has lived here your whole life. Yeah. Like, how could you? How could you think that that is a correct statement? And if you were just read, okay, let's just say he was reading something that was put in front of him that was incorrect. Okay, and you read it out loud because you're being a robot at that moment. What would or make a you just or a puppet? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just go? Oh. That's silly. That yeah. didn't happen. And then shame, shame the you the know writer. speech writer. Speech writer. Exactly. Just do it right then and there and have do a like good a little. You're fired, and, speech writer. And I mean, that's exactly. all you got to do. You Be know? a human. No, because I don't think he actually like um, knew that what he was saying was was wrong. wrong. I know. And, and now he's just blaming on anything else. And that I mean, the the memes on Twitter and Facebook oh are absolutely gosh. hilarious. Yeah, you Battle know, of with, Hill, <laughs> <laughs> the Revolutionary War. <laughs> Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are at LaGuardia. <laughs> it's just like I mean it's it's terrible that we that we laugh oh. so much about it, but it's like sometimes that's the only way the we only, can cope. Yeah, it's right. the only with thing we've it got. is with humor. Um but when it's like seriously, dude. Right. You're the president and you you screwed up big time. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting to me the number of people that are like, I I thought it was beautiful and and just because he, so he made presidential. a few mistakes doesn't, in, you know, reduce my enjoyment. Beyond and the mistakes, though, like for me, it was just it was really boring. You know, I mean, I'm rained. like, it was just we're going to now explain what's, you know, we're going to explain the 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 area of the military, the category of the military that. You know, like we're going to explain the Air Force and the Air Force history, and then we're going to tell you about. And then this happened. And then there are and three planes that are going to fly over, and we're right. going to play the fight song. It's not the fight song. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah it was just like, oh my gosh, really? It was frustrating. Yeah. Frust- yeah. So, so it was a frustrating day for a few few of us up there. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, perhaps not yeah. mine. Not as frustrating as yours. I know we don't want to compare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not. But I mean, comparing. my tragedy is your tragedy. Oh, well, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine was a little easier did you to have take. Wine I think to console you. Oh yes. yeah, I don't know that I did that night. Yeah. Oh, no, man, I, yeah, I'm sure I did. It, I would have been led to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Coping is that, that's what it's all about. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so we so we made it through. We did. We, we did, did. But we had some, as you mentioned at the earlier at the onset of our podcast, we've had some major wins. Also, yeah, let's talk positive really, news, right? I know yeah. the U.S. Good women's news. national team. Oh my god! World Cup winners again. What a fun, fun experience. I know. Um, and I was watching it with my son. Uh, Jacob, we were watching the final on <laughs> at home, and um, when uh, when we scored, I was you know jumping up and and clapping and and hollering for the for the team, just like I would for at the U.S. men's national team. But it was uh, was exciting to watch, um, and I'm I'm happy for them. And and then on a uh, a personal note, I was I was relieved that uh, we played Netherlands in the final versus playing Sweden. Sweden came in third. Um, Sweden beat England, uh, and Netherlands had beat had beaten Sweden, and that's why we played Netherlands in the in the final. Because you know my my best friend Anne is Swedish, and and so I told her we were FaceTiming after after the game, and I said, "Well, I'm just really glad that you know." We don't have to have that between us now. You know, <laughs> if the U.S. had played uh, Sweden and you know had beaten Sweden, then you know we'd have that. We so. can still be friends, and we have yeah. we have quite a few listeners in Sweden too. So I appreciate that we don't have to have that between us now. And congratulations on on you know coming in third place. Absolutely, you know, right? Um, it was yeah. it was a good time. But you know what was interesting though was like the women's national team had all of this controversy around it mm-hmm. because in in my estimation the women were speaking out about um well didn't it first start off with when Megan Rapino said that she wasn't going to go to the White House she was like screw that I'm not well she said something else but she was like I'm not going to the White House right or was it the lawsuit the lawsuit like they yeah, filed the lawsuit in did. March yeah, right? yeah. And I don't know when she said that and maybe no, the, the timing. before the before the 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 second round of the Oh, I see. Okay. At the at the World Cup, yeah, um, but I th- the lawsuit came before she said that, and gotcha. um, and then of course he was like upset that she had right. dissed him on Twitter or wherever she right yeah, on the news. You know, so there's a few things going on. They got the lawsuit, which is just, and the, they have they also have just. You know, they gotten some criticisms for being cocky, which don't you love that word in itself, cocky? Like, mm, you know, it's, yeah, good point. it's like, oh, okay, it's okay if a man shows that he is, he's got the stuff, right? Cocky. If a man is cocky, I mean, yeah, he's a bit he's of a confident. jerk, but he's confident. But if a woman is cocky, it's like, oh, she's an asshole. Right, right, right. She must think a lot of herself. To I thought absolutely. you meant the word itself. Well, the word yeah, itself totally. is cocky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. don't have things that are clitty. <laughs> oh, isn't she clitty? And it's maybe, a whole different meaning. Maybe we should, maybe, maybe Megan Rapinoe is clitty. And that is like, she really, man, she's confident. She can celebrate her success as she should, you know? She can, yeah. I, I, I think that, I think we did ourselves, we do ourselves a disservice if we don't celebrate women's accomplishments as as equal as we do men. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, that it, they were being chastised for being arrogant when really they were confident and they play a good game and, and happy, they won. Rejoiceful. And, How could they? Why shouldn't they be rejoiceful? And they backed it up. 
And they backed it up. I mean, how many times is there cockiness that's, you know, unwarranted because you can't back it up, right? And wasn't it so cool that after, when they were getting their awards, that the, the... the trophy was being presented and the whole stadium erupted into the chant of equal pay, equal pay. I mean, how powerful is that, that the, that the, the supporters that were there were just, they, they yelled it so, chanted it so loud that it, that couldn't be ignored. Absolutely. And just even hearing, I mean, I was looking up some quotes earlier today on it and just seeing the reaction from other female athletes, you know, praising them for like just being so unapologetic and, mm-hmm. you know, like how brazen that almost is like mm-hmm. at the beginning of a season to do it and then back it up. And it's like the time is now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as we know, the, uh, the, uh, men's team and FIFA is, you know, has definitely, uh, weighted towards, towards all the men, the men's, um, side, uh, greater in, in terms of number of teams, number of teams that support the, the purse. And, and when I, people were talking about it to me, I, I was really thinking about our, our conversation with Nicole Jure, who from T to Green, and she's a she's a female golfer, a professional mm-hmm. golfer, and she talked about the disparities between what the women professional golfers get right. support wise on the tour versus what the men do. And I was like, this is just the same thing, but in soccer, you right. know, we have it in all fields, yeah, all right. all all, you know, if it's various sports or, you know. Just it's all across the board, you know, business and. Well, I think what what I don't I don't get and help me understand here. There's a there's a chart out there on um, on Facebook um, about the U.S. soccer pay gap, and it talks about the number of games per year, exhibition games per year, the player pay per game win, the player pay per game loss, oh. the player pay for making the World Cup team. The team pay for World Cup performance and then the quality of the team, right? And so the men and women both have 20 games per year. Mm-hmm. The women earn, sorry, the men earn per player for every game win $17,625. And the every female player per game win earns $1,350. I mean that is staggering. The player pay for game loss, the men are paid $5,000 if they lose. Mm-hmm. The women are paid nothing if they lose. So, here is something that could really skew the numbers. You know, if they're like if they're if they're averaging out, okay, so, you know, the women the disparity is not that bad. They if they're calculating <laughs> Like the games versus, you know, the men, like women versus the men over the last several years. Well, the women have won, which is why, you know, like which they've is why won, their total take which is why home is more. Is more because they've won every game, right? Right. Well, and then like the player pay to make the team, right? The bonus yeah. is $15,000 for the women, mm-hmm. each woman who made the team. And it's $68,000 for the Crazy. men to make the U.S. men's national team. Wow. Yeah. I guess- and then... The the team pay right yeah is is nine million. Oh, hold on for a cup performance for losing yeah like just like if even if they lose in the round of sixteen they'll make nine million dollars the mm-hmm. team the team will and then however they want to split it up right the women earned two million dollars the, the team whole, did the to whole win time. the whole thing the whole thing right. 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 
But what's even more freaking bizarre is that I have men that have posted percentage-wise, the women get a bigger cut of the money than the men do. What? Yeah. What, is that new math? I, I don't know. But I it's, think it's this like, is because again, the women win more. But they're like, it's like okay. It's still, it's still they don't like they, don't they are still sitting there thinking that well, the women should be freaking happy that they're getting what they're getting because you know percentage wise they're getting more but money. They're not so like the lawsuit. I have the, you know, okay. the numbers from the lawsuit. Yeah. The women with their are, okay. What it says: the lawsuit states if men's and women's teams each won. Um, won each of the 20 non-tournament games they are contractually required to play, women would earn $99,000 for the year, a maximum. A while maximum? Men, a maximum of $99,000, while the men would earn $263,000. Each player. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, so that's you like, tell because me. you're contracted to play 20 games a year, and if you won every one of them, that's the maximum that you could make as a woman versus a man. So it's like two and a half times. So maybe the, this crazy idea that, that women like... are earning a bigger cut of the percentages. There's no percentage. There's less women, and so yeah. when they divide that by whatever that, the, what, no, whatever the pot is, they're earning more. The men have to share it with so many other men, So, but their pot is bigger. Okay, no, it's not equal. But it's not, you know, it's it's not. I mean, <laughs> it's not. According equal. to the lawsuit, it's not here. It's yeah. not. And then, you know, just even, you know, the women actually bringing in more profits and more income for their games That's than the That's the other the point. The stadiums that are full, the sponsorships to the games, mm -hmm. the the overall the money that's the revenue that's right. coming in as a result of those games are Greater. I mean, I will right? say though, like, I mean, I'm gonna spread the positivity here. You yeah. Know, they, I mean, they do have. They just signed Budweiser. Yay! You know, Yay. in Bev, little local favorite here. Um, they just did a multi-year partnership agreement with them, or with their um, the professional league, not the cup, but like you know, a lot of the players that are on the World Cup team also play on other teams in a different mm -hmm. league. And Budweiser just signed them to a multi-year partnership, which is great. So they're getting some support. FIFA's donating some money as well, investing in them. I think that if the most they can earn is $99,000 a year, that to me does not seem great enough for a, a, an athlete at the top of her game. Right. Right. The training that's required, the dedication, that the sacrifices, that everything that is made so that they can be in top form to win every game – you that, know, I mean, Nicole talked about that too. Yeah. I, I think that's on like every female professional athlete. I, I mean, I, I, I'd have to do some research. So maybe we could do that on the break. You know, what what's the purse for like the the top female tennis player versus the top male mm -hmm. tennis player? Right? Like how much how much did Venus and Serena earn as women versus right. what they would have earned? as men mm -hmm. you know that we know the golf there's a huge disparity we know that there's a huge disparity in women's soccer is there i'm going to assume there's a huge dis disparity even in the wnba versus oh my gosh the yeah. nba yeah and i'm not aware of a professional woman's football team american football but i would assume that they would get paid pittance upon what you know mm -hmm. professional male football players pay mm -hmm. are paid um and is that because we've allowed it? 
Well, I mean, uh, we didn't know better. Well, well we had our husbands I mean, who we take care of had us. the opportunity. I well, mean, and yeah, this is what um, I thought of. And one of the first things I thought of was when I was in college, I ended up doing a story on Title IX. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was Title IX being a little bit more enforced on my college campus and the threat of losing, I think it was our wrestling team at the time. And um, so Title IX, for those who are not familiar, is... Basically, it was, I guess, implemented in the early 70s, yeah. late 60s, early 70s as equality for everyone, you know, just equal treatment, whether you're the color of your skin, your sexual orientation, your all your of religion, it, creed, all of it, creed yeah. um, in any federally funded or supported Program. activity, right, university activity. Um, so is, I mean, does this go back to that? Like, have we, I mean, we're equal we're not but we're not getting paid the same we as if i'm athletic <laughs> no no but you know I, it's i i think it's just another example of and a flagrant example of women not being valued for what they bring mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. And and getting away with it for such a long time, and I have kudos to this group of women that brought this lawsuit against uh, U.S. Soccer and FIFA to change it, because if they didn't do it, we would have probably another three, four World Cups go by. Yeah, and and we wouldn't be having this conversation on our podcast. And I think, I mean, listening to, they, I was watching some interviews, of course, and I'm not addicted to CNN at this point, um, but like I was watching some of the, the interviews they landed today, right before, mm-hmm. you know, I came over here and uh, Megan was saying, I think we've got a good chance, you know, I mean, because yeah. of that, because they raised their voice ahead of this, now they've won, they've mm-hmm. proven themselves, they've got all the numbers and the stats for the revenue that they're bringing in. I mean, how can mm-hmm. you deny that they, you know, they deserve. don't deserve right. Some, some, yeah, you know better what? Regardless, regardless of this, st- I mean, it's great they have the stats, right? But you know, it, it's it's shame that we have to that they have to be such overachievers in comparison to the men's team to get equal pay. What if it was switched? What if it was what if it was completely flipped and they actually got even more than their fair share? Because they were overachievers right. and exceptional, as opposed to equal pay. That's a good point. What would happen then? Well, on a, an even more cerebral cerebral layer, it's because there it, it's a business, mm-hmm. right? U.S. Soccer, NFL, MLS, NBA. You know the people that own the teams; they're businessmen. And women sometimes on occasion. They're going, Mm -hmm. they want to make money. And so often, you know, even when we think about what, uh, um, how, how people reacted to, you know, Colin Kaepernick kneeling and, Mm -hmm. and the, the folks saying they should just get out there and play this game. And, and as if, as if those team People who own the team owned those individuals, right? right? So these folks that I'm putting the money up, I'm running the team, and this is what I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna pay you. And um, and if you don't like it, go play somewhere else. Well, if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't have other places to go play, then you're going 
and you want to play, then you're going to do what you have to do to play the game. Um, I think where we are, hopefully, in our, you know, in the timeline, and is that enough attention is that it now is bad business, yeah, to pay right. them so shitty, right? Because enough of us consumers of the games, of the T-shirts, of this and that, be like, oh no, no, the U.S. soccer, no, I'm not supporting that anymore. Look what they do to the, the women's team. You know, that's that's the part. They're, I mean, are you, I? Don't, that's just I my thoughts. I hope that's the case, but I'm not so sure that that many people are aware. I mean. Denise, I you think were they sh- are now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you were sharing kind of a funny little quip on a oh, friend who was the, like the tweet that yeah, I read earlier. You yeah. know, just just how many people are aware that there's a women's soccer team and oh. that they dominate that the way. That, oh the yeah, way go they ahead do. and read that one out. Yeah. So I just happened. It's interesting. I just happened to open Twitter, and this was like right there in my face um, earlier today, and. Overheard at Whole Foods, Silver Spring, husband, I didn't know there was a Women's World Cup. Wife, say it louder so everyone knows what a dick you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I know, even even point to the point of them scheduling uh, the Women's World Cup and then two other male championship games, you know, the Conca, the um, the... Um, uh, the Conca F. I always say it wrong, and then I think an MLS game, um, all also on Sunday. But lower level games, lower like level no championship yeah, games. Not like a when does World that happen? Cup game, right? It's a World <laughs> Cup. It's a World Cup. Yeah, and I know that when the men's <laughs> World Cup, I can I think about all the times that we've watched it. I mean, everything stops for the, the men's World, world stops. Cup. Yeah, the world stops. <laughs> but we, but the women's World Cup, it, you know, it was it started like at five p.m. in Paris, and you know that way people could be done, you know, and or wherever Lyon, at uh, Lyon, and um, hell, it was in France. I apologize, <laughs> um, but um, but then so you know, it'd be like ten ten a.m. here. It was eleven a.m. here. Okay, right. yeah. okay, yeah, and um. And then it was all done, you know, and then it was over. And then we could watch the other games. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 you know. You could watch the men. We could watch the men play. Oh. And, uh, and the sp- Watch in real their, soccer. In their piddly little game. <laughs> it's okay. They're cute, aren't they? Well, uh, they're just. <laughs> look at them try. They're faster. You know? Maybe we should give them a trophy just for trying. <laughs> Let's give them some money for just for showing up, you know. <laughs> we need to make them feel better. So yeah. they need a bigger paycheck. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but how do we, I mean, how do we. Like on, in all seriousness, how do you tell your your daughter, your your niece, your your neighbor's kid, uh, female who, who's playing the sport, yeah. who's really really good at it, right? And you know how do how do you life say, isn't fair? Well, girl, there's an imbalance all right? over the place, and it's not just between women and men. True, and we need to stand up and be vocal and fight. And you know, there's changes that still need to be made everywhere. Recognize them, embrace them, and talk about them. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have nothing else to my, say on that. I'm going to have Emily talk to my niece. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to send them all over your way, Emily. Um, let's uh, let's take a real quick break and add some more wine in Emily's glass because I, I, I'm feeling the I'm feeling the passions coming coming out. She's got some things to say, and then um, we'll we'll be right back back to continue this conversation. Sounds great.
Thank you for letting me refresh my glass because, you know, I was empty and I was getting hot-headed. So. You were. You were. <laughs> you were. You were acting a little crazy there, little little lady. And uh, you need to be, be sure you stay in quiet your seat down. and quiet down and quit having those opinions. And, and, you know, and have and, another glass of wine. And having that yeah. attitude, right? Yeah. You know, there's a woman with an attitude. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do about that? Clitty. No. Clitty. <laughs> <laughs> You're being such a clitty woman. <laughs> um, well, you know, as we're sitting here talking about um, stuff that happened over this Fourth of July holiday, uh, how shocked were you when you heard that Jeffrey Epstein had been arrested in— um, in New York, uh, I'd say it's about time. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I was kind of like, wait, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, I know. I remember when we had Nicole Gorofsky mm-hmm. on back in season one, and that was right when the case uh, against him, the civil case, was being um, litigated down in Florida because his uh, his victims had brought that against uh, Epstein um, because that. Uh, sweetheart deal he was given through um, Labor Secretary Acosta Mm -hmm. as U.S. Attorney had given him, you know, violated the victim's right to know law that they were supposed to let them know of the settlement and stuff like that. And they completely disregarded that. So that's what that lawsuit was about. And, um, and it was settled before any testimony really started happening, which meant Epstein was going to pay somebody off. And I know at the same time, the Miami Herald was running those, was had done the expose, which was just fascinating to me because I don't recall hearing about him in 2005, 2006. I just, I just don't remember. My, my world was somewhere else, you know, with raising the kids. Um, but I remember reading the Miami Herald article and being completely blown away that he got the deal that he got. And then when I learned also through the Miami Herald and stuff like, and, you know, the news and things that he was, that it was the current labor secretary who crafted the deal. And of all the people, all of the people that are connected to Epstein from the current president to Bill Clinton, to Prince Andrew, to the attorney Alan Dershowitz, you know, all of these men. And then, you know, there's others that, you know, we haven't even listed here that... Um, well, and this has been going on for so long. Decades. That, you know, the... the right, that, right. Like, like it, the message was, if you're a billionaire, you can buy your way out of anything. I think it might still be. I mean, although the one thing I did pick up on today that I thought was interesting, um, just in light of recent events over the last couple of years is yeah. that this case was brought about by the Southern District of New York, which, you know, as you watch the news over the last couple of years, it's very much like these are the bulldogs. Yeah. Right. These are the ones that will take you down if you're going to be taken down. Right. And I found that kind of interesting. That's just encouraging. Right? That little dot there, you know, that they were sort of like, okay, that little case over there has nothing to do with this case. Right. Yeah. You know? How they, how that they, was a state case and we're, and we're a different state. Yeah. And so those, that, that uh, Im- immunity from prosecution deal that you crafted in Florida doesn't actually apply to us here in New York. Right. Um, and, oh. and, and I did not mm-hmm. realize that there's no statute of limitations on sex trafficking. Oh, I didn't either. Okay. So, okay. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, and they had 36 new complaints today, I think. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. 36 inquiries within 36 hours of people filing new complaints. Yeah. Wow. 
Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. No. no. Yeah, I, I mean, do share. Do yeah. share. It's the impact is so great. You know, so many lives have been affected by this that I think it's glad. I'm I'm glad that there's no statue of limitation. Yeah, I didn't on this, I didn't you know. know that. Yeah. Um and thankfully there's not because otherwise he would have, you know, um it would have um it would have timed out. Yeah. And then he'd be like, well, no, no, you can't catch me. Well, and with that really tough prison term, too, that was the thing that shocked me today because I must have been in a bubble during that time, too, because oh, I don't remember the, this. But the, the slap on the wrist he basically got? Well, yeah, I mean, 13 months, number one. Mm -hmm. But number two, like, he was allowed to leave for 12 hours a day, six days a week mm -hmm. and continue to work. Right, which which is really his not work, jail. Right, did right? His, I've worked jobs that were worse than that. <laughs> like right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're keeping you locked to that chair. It's awful. Drinking I television. What? I worked for twelve hours a day, <laughs> six days a week. Well, and you know what? Did his operation continue while he was in jail? Right. Probably. You know, like probably couldn't know. get those massages. Right. I mean, I don't know how the conjugal visits work, but I'm guessing right. it's probably frowned probably, upon. Probably. <laughs> Sorry, you can't let the 12-year-old in this time. Right. Oh, my God. And, and I, I really have to say that if it had not been for the Miami Herald's expose and relentless coverage on what was happening with that lawsuit um, and then exposing everything about the the deal we would he would not be in jail today mm, we right. and and i think i think that goes to took some bravery too because you're going was, against and, a lot of and it was a powerful. female it was a female reporter I, uh, I think her name is um hold on uh her name is julie brown was downtown, the downtown julie, downtown julie brown no, probably not. <laughs> um but the the reporter and that uh, you know she didn't give up and and that's like that's the investigative journalism that we need today we yeah. so need it journalism we, is not the enemy of the people it's this no. is you know we're protecting people and it's justice right it's revelations and and we need to, we need journalism and we need people to go out there and and and, and do the hard work and get those stories out. I mean, and and how, how many of them, when they do that, end up, you know, being dismembered by Saudi Arabian princes? I mean, there is there is definitely a risk yeah. to bringing the truth out. And um, I'm glad there are people that have a passion for it and thankful to them. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like we are fighting this huge tide, you know, like a tsunami kind of like against it of oppression. Um, and and enough enough people fall under that spell that, you know, oh, the propaganda BS it's and, right. and, you know, and it's it's the right. enemy of the people and that kind of stuff that that you that ends up getting those those, you know, <laughs> entire newsrooms shot up, you know? I mean, it's it's just absolutely horrendous and offensive. And again, back to something we talked about on another episode, we're better than this. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's prove that we're better than this. Right. Let's hold right. let's hold our corrupt officials accountable. Exactly. And I will say, like just even my assessment of the media to a certain extent, I mean, as a member of it for half my life, um, it's it, they're falling into the trap a little bit. And although I will say 
good news. Um, they just recently, I've noticed they're kind of pulling themselves out and they're actually starting to like not kind of, you know, fall prey to some of the little trickery of like inflammatory tweets and that kind of thing. Like just even today I was kind of pleasantly surprised that they were covering other stories beyond just nonstop coverage of of our our mm-hmm. leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that that's happening. And then I re- we got a long way to go. I, I did read that he's upset with um, with Fox News because they're not as in his corner as he wants them to be. He's calling them like, like CNN. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, that could but be a ploy like, too, right? It, it totally could be. But it's just like, you know, I think, you know, I think right. short of uh, a channel coming straight from the White House— He's not going to be happy. Right, right. Exactly. State news, right? State news. Short of something that he's running himself 24-7, he's not going to be happy. He's going to think that is... is, um is fake and 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 against him. Have you seen? Um, speaking of fake news, or not fake news, Fox News. Uh, sorry, that was no, no, that wasn't a slip. <laughs> um, Showtime has a new special, or it's an a, a scripted show movie of some sort on Roger Ailes coming out. No, I'm writing that down. Yeah, I mean with. Um, Oh my gosh, I can't oh even list God. the names of the actors that are in it. But yeah, it's sort of like the Roger Ailes story on Showtime, which I think would be a fascinating watch. Oh but I'm going to need to hijack somebody's Showtime password. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it. We'll have to have a watch party. Yeah. Yeah. Mystery Science Theater style. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay, so. All right, well, one more thing before we get off of Epstein. Okay. His lawyers argued today that um, there was no coercion, there was no intim- intimidation, um, that there was no deception, that they were just child prostitutes. Oh, okay. Oh, so oh, that's so, so much better. So, that, so he's not a ped- he's not a pedophile, a rapist, or a trafficker. He's just a sicko yeah, creep. Because they're child pro- they're they're child but prostitutes. But doesn't child prostitute say that and how you're can, a pedophile? And, 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 can and you, then the court you can't give consent. The court said legally they're incapable of consent. Right. And he goes, Well, it could be statutory rape. That he then paid them to find more people for him. More yeah. and then he put, then supplied to other people. He supplied these girls to other men. I got no words right now. I mean, really, I can't. Although I'm going to, I mean, no, the bond here. You're going to scream into be. your pillow tonight about it. But <laughs> right. you're going to be glued to the television as well. I mean, because we already know you like to watch things that make you crazy, you know, right. much you yeah. know, like, you know, presidential addresses during Fourth of July. During uh, holidays. Rallies. Well, ladies, Epstein makes R. Kelly look like. A prince. <laughs> I mean, oh my God! Seriously, he, he makes Bill Cosby look like a prince. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. right? I mean, really there's no does. drugs that we found right, right? yet. So yet, yet. yet. Yeah. And then I mean, also think about it too. I mean, you have R. Kelly, you have Epstein. I mean, and you have Bill Cosby, and both did horrible things to women, and and should be held accountable as well. But look at the different deals that right. Epstein They're able got to, yeah. right. versus what you know what the the men of color got, right? right. And celebrity men of color, right? right. Yeah, it's you know, a good point. Got a shittier deal than Epstein, the the white billionaire that nobody knew who he was unless you were in that circle, right? 
And he prayed, he prayed on those young girls that came from disadvantaged, mm-hmm. struggling. Of course. And, and so. he groomed his... I mean, they could be in a cage at the border, so, right? I mean, this is probably well, an upscale I wonder, lifestyle I mean, for them, I, right? Like, that's... Right. The, like, I, I mean, I might be dark, oh. but I worry about that. I worry that those children in the that's border cages, are if they're not just the, mm-hmm. the next pipeline... You know, oh my God, that's to, a terrifying to, to bring thought. me my my next pet, my next little kid to to you know have my way with, right? <sighs> and then if you want to, okay, we're gonna go one one deeper part. There's a there's a documentary on Netflix right now, the disappearance of Madeline McCann, the four year old that was abducted, not done with it yet, but um, in Portugal. Um, and, uh, they're interviewing, um, it's like a whole documentary on how the media was and the parents and how the parents became suspects and stuff like that. But there's, uh, one segment where they're interviewing the, uh, the chief of police in the area, uh, in Portugal where Madeline had gone missing. And he talked about a journalist, a female journalist who exposed a, a, child sex ring in Portugal where American billionaires, millionaires were flying over on their private private jets jets Mm. to come to Portugal to have their way with children that were being supplied to them and then, you know, discarding them and then flying back. I mean, I was watching it last night. I'm like, this is, this is not just a U.S. problem, but apparently we take it everywhere. Wow. See, this is the kind of thing that makes me think humans, we are not as evolved as I'd like to think we are. Like I, the, the, every year that passes, I, I feel that I remain optimistic and I grow and love more and I'm more empathetic. However, I feel the reality that it is that it, that is, is that humans a lot of us are just beasts i think a lot of them are just beasts <laughs> right right I think, i'm not I think saying we're pretty, i'm a beast right. i'm just saying right. nor right. the people that i love and associate with I, I but you know when you look at the actions that uh, of a lot of the humans around the world it just i don't know i'm not convinced that they're i'd like to think that the majority of us and humanity is still good. I'd love to think that. I did think that. Yeah. Well, and the fact that they actually arrested this turd <laughs> fuckwad in um, in New York gives me hope that there are right. that there are people willing to do the right thing and to stand up. And hopefully, this is just the beginning of an entire house of cards to fall down. Because well, he's got, yeah. you know, let's. What's his little black book? And let's take down every single one of them. I don't care. I don't care who it is. Right. I don't care if it's somebody that I revered, you know, or, or thought was like a great leader. If you are engaging in sex acts with children, you do not deserve to be revered. Revered. Yeah. Right. And whatever, whatever role you're. Your your whatever role you're playing right now, or then you don't deserve to, and you need to pay for that because Absolutely. because this is not this is not consent. Children don't have an ability to no, consent. No goodness, no. Young girls don't have an ability to consent. No, and um, yeah, yeah, they're they're just they're just they're it's awful, 
and and we're better than that and and I don't know I mean I'm I'm thinking that you know like is there some kind of moon shit going on or whatever well, I mean that's a I good mean I will say that did cross my mind because of course Epstein is in court uh bond hearing on the 15th so he probably will not have a moment to testify I mean typically that's just you know you kind of go before and they determine whether you're going to stay in jail or not um but Mueller is speaking he's testifying oh, on the 17th yes. so we've got two I just days hope he stays there alive. I guess three days I'm really worried about that by really? the way that he will oh, really? croak be poisoned no yeah like, yeah okay yeah like right foul play right right i he was a marine i think he can and i'm sure there's some protection around him that's what i'm hoping there's protection around him but i i well he's worried about it i mean i don't know i I hadn't thought that way but i wouldn't put things past anybody right right yeah today's episode is very very about conspiracies (laughs) and all over the place and And beasts and conspiracies and the and the full moon i do have another conspiracy i want to share with you ladies but please finish your no like my first thought when i saw those dates really was you know like what is happening astrologically because like we're i mean i know we're entering like mercury retrograde because i follow astrology and sometimes you know like the the phases of these planets can just be a little bit enlightening aren't as there far like as five planets going through some stuff right now i think our friend nikki posted about that and it was i was she was like hold on to your pants yeah well here <laughs> we go right? and, then, and yeah. like the next week you know, i've got like you know all these five different planets i, I will will oh my gosh i think there's a full moon on the 17th too oh if i'm not mistaken i think the full moon is right around there that's so. crazy that's and crazy. That's, so what does this all mean? I don't know. I mean, I don't <laughs> okay. I, I don't have any I haven't been following as closely as yeah. I, I should have, but or I should, but But if um, any of our listeners out there know what it all means, please by all ever, ever however you can, you can email us clearly speaking podcast at gmail.com. You can call our comment telegraph. line. Yeah. 812-727-0794. Just uh, comment on our Facebook page. Right. Or our Instagram, anything. You know, if you know the answer, we would really yeah. appreciate it SOS, right now. Flair. SOS Flair. SOS <laughs> Flair. Send yeah. a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, recommendations of wines we should be drinking during this during retrograde this, time to make this, it through. Not to hold on the pants, but hold on to your panties, ladies. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, okay, one last conspiracy I want to chat with you about okay. that has been recently illuminated to me over this holiday season, which is the story of um, Baron Trump mm. and his marvelous underground journey. Are you either of you f- familiar with this? I have not heard of this at all. Marvelous underground journey, no. So, and are we talking about the president's son? So this is a book oh. that was written in the late 1800s, like 1889, 18. There's like two novellas. One was 1889, and the other was like 1893, something in there, like okay. that timeline. And so there's this, the conspiracy that's going around is that 
Trump time traveled, which okay, oh God, I'm no. not giving. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm in complete oh, agreement. You know he will definitely tell us. I mean, I'm sure oh, yeah. like the next Ooh, thing we're going to hear, Space Force, Space Force, <laughs> and he time traveled or something. And he's going like, you know, how because that's how he knew that we took over the airports in 1776 because right, right. he was there. He made it happen. Right. It made no, it happen. no, no, no. Erased history. So I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that's these some of these theorists are saying this. Okay. But what's she's saying theorists with air quotes? <laughs> yeah. So, so this is. But what is interesting about this? And this is this, this is a real book. It's been validated. It's it's it was published. It's like you can find it. Um, that it was written about this 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 man of enterprise who became the president. Get out of town. Who by was not. By popular vote, by by some other forces at play, um, and he ruled from his ivory tower on Fifth Avenue in New York City, and like there's all these parallels, and it's it's Baron Trump, right? And this it's book. this book, and basically what happens in this book is he becomes the last president of the United States, and he. Um, you know, I, I, it's basically the end of the, you know, US as of the end it. of the, yeah, exactly. That's the book. And it's a real book and it exists. And it, it was published when? <laughs> like 1893 or 1889, something like that. I can, you know, we'll, we can look it up. Um, 1889. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. So, so you know, <laughs> I mean, that would be a case of, okay, the, the similarities are crazy. But aside from that, you know, it's like, okay, so is this. MAGA hat with it every time you buy the book? <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, if they said like like the kid in the book or whatever has one of those red hats, oh, I mean, I'd really man. lose it then. Yeah, then. <laughs> kind of freaked Well, me we out. should just get yeah. a copy of it because they're reprinting it now because everyone's like, oh, what yeah. do you have? It's here. $7.99. You can buy a reprint well, of it. But buy thing. it at $7.99 before it goes crazy. To, yeah. yeah. But um, depends on where that seven ninety nine goes. I mean, if it only goes to Amazon, I mean that's fine. But if it goes anywhere Barnes else, Barnes and Noble, oh, Barnes, Barnes and oh, Noble is okay. carrying it. Okay, yeah. So anyway, it's it's very fascinating. It makes me wonder, you know, about you know psychic energy. You know, right. it's like okay, so no, Trump didn't time travel back and predict his future and la di da, but. Is there is maybe the author or somebody that he was connecting with? Were they was this a premonition of the future? Right, you know, or a warning? Maybe not even a premonition, a warning right. of this could be an outcome if if action doesn't happen, or right, you know, or is it something that almost became a reality because? It was put out there. So, like the whole thing, where like we really can create our Manifest, own fate. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. I don't know. That's creepy. And I hadn't heard about it at all. I hadn't heard about it at all. I, I almost, I almost, I'm almost like resentful now that you even told me about it, Emily. Cause I mean, I, I was happy in my own world of anger and angst uh, with what was going on. And now I have to worry that he might be like, you know, quantum leaping, you know, and uh, he is Scott Bakula as an older person. Welcome to the show, no, Denise. The other one, right? Scott Bakula from I'd St. Love, Louis. Did you know that? I, I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I also, what was the other? Um, time bandits. Yeah, that was my other favorite time travel. 
mm. time travel movie. But I loved Quantum Leap and Scott Bakula. I liked Scott that Bakula. as well. That was yeah. fun. But I certainly don't. I I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore that whole suggestion. That was a great. That was that was that was a great <laughs> way. To, fiction, fiction here. That was some fake news. That was some fake news. <laughs> yeah. Oh too my much, ladies. Too much. Well, All right. Well, we need something positive to end on. Any thoughts? Um, well, the other big thing that I saw today that was kind of encouraging, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What about Elizabeth? Well, Elizabeth, Miss Warren, been what is she doing? Doing kind of like coming out of nowhere in the second quarter with her fundraising. That was okay. all the rage today. Um, she nineteen point one million dollars just in the second quarter alone. Three times what she raised in the first quarter. Good for her. Um, all from like organic grassroots fundraising. So no big donors, no big fundraising campaigns. Eighty percent new sub, uh, uh, supporters. Good for her. Which is kind of amazing. And it puts her third in the fundraising category behind, I'm going to butcher the name, Buttigieg. Something right? like that. Something yeah. like that, yeah. And Biden. So, I mean, she's wow. third, yeah, behind both of them. My right goodness. Yeah, kind That's of amazing. impressive. So, I mean, there's uh, there's definitely a trend of support for her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, um, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about the whole extended uh, campaign period. Um, but uh, I think I'm, it's going to be exhausting. I'm going to yeah. vote who, for whoever is. It's like Survivor. Yeah, maybe it should be more like the Amazing Race. Oh, Let's just right. see how they do on like obstacle courses and scavenger hunts and stuff well, like. We that. also had a dropout today, so Eric who? Swalwell dropped out. Oh, I like him, but I, you know, but it's also yeah. like you could be survival of the fittest. You like could still not- be very effective in Congress. Right. So stay there. And that's exactly what he said. He's Did like, he? you know, okay. yeah, he's like, you know, if my chances of winning are not viable, then I'm going to like, you know, pull back and I, so he's going to run for re-election. Oh good. And yeah. there are there are some on the the cast of um candidates who it's like just run for Senate. Right. Let's just, you know, run for Senate and let's take back the Senate and let's get rid of the turtle from Kentucky. And I know I'm probably going to lose a lot of our Kentucky listeners when it cuz I said that, but that's how I feel. <laughs> so I feel it's clearly speaking. That's how I feel. It's all right. We can yeah. speak our truth. Oh. And we invite we invite you know, the thing is, is we invite open conversations with all women and all perspectives. Like mm-hmm. let's come to the table. Let's talk about it. You know, let's yeah. not just be haters. Right. Let's let's open the door. Agree to disagree, yeah. perhaps. Absolutely. You know? Let's yeah, talk yeah. about it. I actually I Absolutely welcome the opportunity for somebody of uh, a completely different point point of view view to come and have a conversation with us and let's explore it. Yeah, that'll be quite interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I think think that's like a really hearty red night. We'd have to be drinking a red. I I agree. That sounds good. We could do that. It's not bubbles. So, yeah. (laughs) Is that a panties with bark night? (laughs) That's a panties with barbed wire night. Yeah. But anyway, this has been been fabulous. It's been a great rosé, great conversation. Again, thanks, Denise, for coming on board. Yeah, we're so happy that you're here with us. And a partner with us on this Mm -hmm. fabulous venture. And, um, oh, I do have... I do have a request out there for our listeners, and Emily oh, and I yes. wanted to make make our this appeal. plea, our appeal to you. Please, would you go into iTunes and five star us? Because we have had, a, we've had one person 
give us a one star. <laughs> and that has really screwed up our rating. And then we need like a few more, we need more five stars to combat that one star. I mean, I don't know how that works. Yeah, the, the, average, the law of averages are not accurate with, when it comes to how iTunes calculates those things. It's really fascinating. Um, and I thank really you. think the person who gave us a one star was just mad because, was he's, because he still can't find the clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably like tried to listen to our show. I was like, they haven't told me where it is, you know, and, and, and so they probably one starred us. But he, did if, he think a clitoris was actually speaking? Perhaps. And he thought it was out of like this. <laughs> No, over here. I'm here. <laughs> Down a little bit. No, to the left, to the left. Top, up, up, up. No, that's okay. That's okay. Fine, I'll just do it myself. Um, but we would just really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and uh, leave a review if you're so inclined and uh, five-star us like we are your Uber driver because that will help more people discover this wonderful show that we have going on and all the conversations and the fabulous, fabulous women that we've had the great fortune to talk with here. Clearly speaking. So that's what I wanted to say. I know you and Emily and I had discussed that before. Yeah. So. Thank you very much. Thank you for uh, listening, being here. And uh, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>